This is Bangarang Radio, a podcast network. For more shows, visit bangarangradio.com. I'm going out, I gotta go. I'll bang a ring on the radio. So turn it up, I'm telling you. I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. You're listening to Pop Punk and Pizza on Bangarang Radio. What up, what up? Thanks for tuning in to Pop Punk and Pizza. I am Jacques Lamour, your host. Forever grateful that you are listening to this podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Vinyl Me Please. Join their record of the month club by going to jointhevmp.com forward slash bangerang radio. Also, another sponsor of ours is Audible. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash bangerang radio to get a free audiobook download and free 30-day trial. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Super excited about today's show, and especially after being off last week, I wasn't able to put out an episode. Sickness hit our house and uh, kind of prevented me from doing some things. I got sick. Actually, no. First, my son got sick. Then I got sick. That whole flu thing just kind of went around the house for a little bit. But anyway, feels great to be back. I know this was a couple weeks ago already, but since we didn't do a show last week, I didn't get a chance to thank everyone who came out to Snooze Fest 2018 at The Wire in Berwyn, Illinois, uh, just on Saturday, January 13th. It was a blast and a success, too. I didn't mention this on the podcast before, but all the proceeds from that show went to a veteran hospital down in Puerto Rico. And as you may or may not know, Puerto Rico is still suffering from hurricane damages from last year. At the end of the night, thanks to everyone who attended Snooze Fest, we raised approximately $1,400 to send down to Puerto Rico. So, big thank you to everyone who attended and supported a great cause. It was a ton of fun being the MC for Snooze Fest. Shout out to uh, Guardrail again for asking me to be a part of the show. For uh, Snooze Fest, and hopefully I get asked to go back for uh, 2019. Yeah, I don't even want to think about 2019 yet. I mean, 2018 just started, and I don't want it to go by too quickly, you know? A couple more things to get out of the way as well. Big thank you to my family and friends that came out to the last St. Jimmy show, which was just here in the last week at Black Sheep in Orland Park. Um, Orland Park, Illinois, if you're not familiar with the area. But St. Jimmy is a Green Day tribute band I play in, and we had a blast. It was great to catch up with so many friends, and it meant the world to me that you guys came out. So thank you so much for that. The other big thing I want to say is Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast t-shirts are now available online. Yeah. So go to bangarang.com or no, bangerangradio.bigcartel.com to get those. Or you can just go to bangerangradio.com and you'll see where you can click the shop page and that'll take you to the Big Cartel website. But we ship everywhere. I'll ship them anywhere to you because I am forever grateful that you actually want to buy one. So, so thank you for that. Yeah, get those Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast t-shirts today. So on today's show, we are doing another edition of Warped Memories. This is actually the second installment of of uh, Warped Memories, and hopefully they, there will be many more. We are uh, sharing memories with different bands and fans and, and hopefully maybe some crew eventually about uh, their memories of the Vans Warped Tour as we're counting down the days to the final cross-country trek of the Vans Warped Tour coming up this summer, uh, which I should mention, by the way, Kevin Lyman tweeted uh, that the lineup is going to be announced Thursday, March 1st. He tweeted that, you know, a while ago. But in case you missed it, that is when the lineup is coming out Thursday, March 1st. And they actually changed some of the dates a little bit, too. Uh, Cleveland is now going to be July 18th. Cincinnati, July 19th. Atlanta, July 31st. And then Charlotte is going to be August 2nd. They uh, In the tweet... Kevin said, sorry, but the drive was just very long out of Toronto, and we got away first day of school in uh, Atlanta. No, that's what his tweet said. Anyway, so heads up about that Warp Tour stuff. Um, but before we dive into uh, Warped Memories Edition 2, 
with Velicity out of or, or Orlando, Florida. We're going to get to some submissions that were sent uh, this last, the last couple weeks, I should say. And speaking of submissions, make sure you get those to me, man. Bangerangradio at gmail.com. Now, I can't play everything that gets submitted to me, but I try my best to, especially if it's something I'm into. I, well, okay, I'll be honest. I don't play it unless I'm actually into it. So um, anyway, bangerangradio at gmail.com to get those submissions to me. Now, our first submission today, which we only have time to play two submissions today because we have to get to our conversation with Felicity, but the first one is Wicked Bears out of Salt Lake City. They just released a new album this last October called Turning Out, and the song they submitted is 2049. The year is 2049, and the future of mankind is in no way in peril. But there's a skull and crossbones floating right over my head. It doesn't really bother me to spend it for a while now. It's so tough. by Wicked Bears. It's from their latest album, Turning Out. Hit up wickedbears.com to buy it. Or if you're in the SLC area on February 4th, they're playing a show at Urban Lounge. Shout out to uh, Casey, by the way, their bass player and lead vocalist. He just bought a Pop Punk and Pizza podcast t-shirt. Now, one of the coolest things about hosting Pop Punk and Pizza is hearing from bands all across the globe. There's been a couple of them so far. First one I ever played that was international, that was a submission, was out of Israel, which I thought I'd never play a pop-punk band from Israel. It was just so cool. Uh, today's is from Finland. They're called New Deadline. Now, Lori from New Deadline says, My favorite pizza includes red onion, smoked salmon, and some really tasty cheese, of course. Oh, and he says... Uh, uh, Chantarellas, if that's how they're pronounced, I'm not sure. I, I should know how they're pronounced. It looks like a French word, and I know a little bit of French. Um, but they sent me their brand new song called The Rainy Days. It was just released via Redfield Records. But not say I'd give me those rainy days 
rainy days from New Deadline all the way from Finland. Now, New Deadline has done some pretty awesome things in their career so far. In 2015, they supported All Time Low, Rise Against, and Funeral for a Friend, and previously supported uh, supported Silverstein, The Used, Taking Back Sunday, etc. Now, Rainy Days is from their new album, which is coming out late March, and they have a 10-day-to-European tour that's scheduled for this coming month in uh, in February, I believe. So drop them a line at uh, newdeadline.com and pick up uh, Rainy Days, and then their new album will be coming out. Super stoked to hear that, by the way, guys. Thanks for that submission. And I am going to be interviewing them on the show at some point. We're actually in the process of scheduling something. So it'll be really exciting to... I've never talked to anyone from Finland before, so I just I have a ton of questions to ask them, not only about music, but just about culture in general in Finland. So that's it for the submissions today. Let's get to our awesome second edition of Warped Memories here on Pop Punk and Pizza with Velicity out of Orlando, Florida. Hello. Hello, hey. How's it going, man? Good. Is this Andrew? This is, and I got I got Damien here as well. Oh, awesome. A couple of guys are around. What's up? Cool. I, I Mike think... and Corey. <laughs> How's it going, man? Good. How about uh, how about all you guys? Oh, we've been good, man. Just keep them busy. Yeah. Um, this is Damien, by the way. This is Damien. But um, oh. just like keep them busy with writing music. And, uh, you know, getting ready to promote a lot of these new uh, songs that we have, you know, working with, like, pushing out these music videos and everything. Just a lot, just a lot of stuff, you know. Are you guys doing a thing where you release just, like, a series of singles and then you actually put out an EP, or? It looks to be that way for right now. We just, like, have noticed the way the uh, music scene has been going. Like, you can put out, like, your six songs normally and you put it out right away and like everyone's pretty much done with it in like three to three weeks or something, you know, but as a local act, you know, like when you're, you know, a little bit smaller, I think it makes more sense to do it the way of releasing, building hype, you know, releasing a song every month where you can keep your fans wanting more and like, keep, you know, keep the traction going. You know what I mean? So that's what, that's what we're planning on doing. And yeah, at the end, I think we're going to just release it all together as like a six song EP. Yeah, I've noticed some bands doing that nowadays where they release all the songs as they they, they do like a music video for each one and then yeah. when they release all the songs um singly then they just go ahead and they release the the EP. So yeah. it seems to be a trend. I don't know. I mean, I guess it works. I everyone's got their own way of doing things, you know. So there's <laughs> I there are some there are some wrong ways, there are some right uh, ways to do things, but I don't. Uh, I definitely think that's a cool idea. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I've been seeing, like you know, uh, same you know, like a bunch of bands as well that we follow as well, and just seeing that strategy being used more and more often. But then there's the other strategy where the uh, the bands will just release all their six songs right away. Um, you know, so it, it's kind of like it just depends, like I guess, on the band and, and what what they're trying to do and how much. Uh, followers, you know, and traction they can get from that. You know, sometimes it's, it's, sometimes people want to hear more songs at once, you know, so it makes sense to release the six songs right away. But sometimes you got to build up that hype, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what we're playing. Yeah. For. Awesome. But, but yeah, I mean, it's worked out so far. Cool. So we got four more, though. Four more, okay. I know Circles yeah. just came out uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, I was just, yeah, I was just listening to that. It sounds like, Please. um, uh, like, a lot harder than your previous stuff am i right or oh absolutely yeah i mean for our uh our last ep that we released brace yourself the harder song on that would be burn the world and we wanted to have that outlier song where because we we all you know like that music you know the harder music as well so we like to show that influence and circles though i think was probably like one of the heaviest songs that we read it's not super super fucking heavy but for us it is you know what I mean? So 
Yeah, um, no, that's yeah. that's what I noticed. <laughs> I was like, I was no, like, damn. Cool. I was like, I wasn't expecting yeah, were, that. Were you feeling it? Were you into it? Oh yeah, no, I was definitely into it. It was cool. Are uh, most of the songs you're releasing like circles, or are they all a little different? Um, well, our first track that we released was Weekend Warrior, which which was traditional, like you know, pop punk vibes to it, and uh, it went over really well. So the second track, like you said, was Circles. Oh, I didn't realize... Okay, I didn't realize Weekend Warrior was a part of this current uh, release schedule. Yeah, it it was. Okay. It was actually last year we released it. Okay, I was going to say, because I know that came out... Was that in the fall, maybe? Yeah, I think it was late. It was was like late October, and Circles was supposed to come out before Christmas, but... We had run-ins with distribution and run-ins with Spotify, and so and then getting the album art done. So, I mean, this, this whole process is definitely new to us too. You know, we we would love to have a new song. The plan was to have a you know individual single, individual album art, individual music video for every song we recorded this year, which was the six total. We got We Can Worry Her Out, and we were doing circles for the second launch, and we just ran into a lot of speed bumps. So we like learned a lot, and then by the time it was going to be released right around Christmas, we're like, let's wait till the New Year. Um, and then we had uh, another deal going on where we were going to be in a, in a magazine, so we wanted to kind of kind of line it up with that. So now we've kind of learned the process, and now we've actually filmed two music videos in a row and have both everything lined up for the next two songs ahead of time, so that we don't kind of run that delay and we're able to kind of release them on the schedule we want. So Smart choice. That original point. <laughs> like, so, I know we, we kind of got lost there, but um, uh, some of the songs are, you know, have that harder element to it and that heavier sound to it, but nothing is as heavy uh, as Circles. So it's probably going to be more traditional pop punk with uh, with some uh, hardcore elements uh, infused in it. So okay, cool. Did I kind of answer that? Yeah, I think so, right? Yeah, yeah. no, 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 th- no. That definitely. I was just curious because I mean, Weekend Warrior, no, uh, Weekend Warriors was kind of reminded me the you know kind of like the day to remember vibe um, going on For there. Sure. And yeah, um, I mean, that's definitely one of our favorite bands, and we actually recorded it with the same producer who records their music. So we definitely get that a lot too. But we we love it because they're like legit one of our favorite bands of all time. So. They're great. I mean, they're they're great at what yeah, they do, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So, so yeah, we we love it, man. And and just like I did, remember, like they can kind of have bring out their heavier side too, and we kind of have have that element to us as well, which which we love, which is why kind of circles so a little bit more of a banger. But we love we love both sides. Like we love we're the kids at Wolf Tour when we were were growing up. Who would be at you know Paramore, and then would be at Every Time I Die, like back to back, you know, and then go see Porter Strong, and then go see. You know, since it's fail, like we never had, we never had like a set, you know, yeah. set like oh, we only like the pop. So like that's what we can't. We are, are kind of as musicians as well. That's cool. Yeah, I agree that that's kind of our generation is uh, is very mixed with that. Although it, it's funny you bring that up because what comes to my mind is I. I noticed, of course, this was announced maybe a month or two ago, but Four Years Strong is going on tour with Less Than Jake in like yeah. a couple of weeks or a month. And when I That's saw so them cool. announce that tour, I'm thinking Four Years Strong and Less Than Jake together on one <laughs> tour. I'm thinking, okay, about if, if that would have happened like 10 years ago, people, oh, yeah. people would have been, I feel like they would have been pissed. Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean... On the same vein, like, every time I die is on the new Fall Out Boy tour, so it's like, yeah. anything goes at this point, like, Rise Against Fall. Rise Against is on there with Fall Out Boy, like, and then in the same vein, people are going to see Rise Against probably would be, if that's, like, their favorite band, might not necessarily be in there every time I die, so it's cool to kind of, like, I mean, the rock world's kind of just, you know, becoming more accepted, and I think Warped Tour had a huge part in that of, like, it started as a punk festival, but it just became a music festival, and all these bands were able to grow and bond together. And like now, it's so cool to see them. All all the veterans they just they they, they tour together. Like we were at the um, Texas Fair and Silverstein show last year, and they both arrived at like ten year album anniversaries. So it's like these dudes have known each other forever. Yeah, and that's kind of like less than Jake and Forrest Strong, I'm sure too. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I I think it's cool and and you're right. I think Warp Tour has a lot to do with that blending and making it a like a big melting pot, so to speak. 
Absolutely. Hell yeah. And bringing up Warp Tour, I mean, that was the main thing I wanted to have you guys on for is, you know, since the announcement of the, the final Warp Tour, cross-country version of Warp Tour has uh, come about here in the, the last so many months, I wanted to get in touch with as many bands as I could as possible, or they don't even have to be bands, it can be fans, crew, whoever has anything to do with yeah. Warp Tour, and uh, just kind of share Warp Tour memories. And I was looking at your guys's bio and facebook and if i'm not mistaken you guys played in 14 16 and you also played warped at sea correct that is correct correct so yeah i'll let maybe we'll let each one of the guys share a memory because we all have have our own have our own special special ones i'm sure awesome. yeah we've been absolutely blessed we're like when it came down to like all of us growing up as 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 you know, budding musicians and want to be musicians and want to be in bands like Warp Tour was kind of that outlet for all of us to go, like you know, idolize these bands. And it was always a dream, dream to be able to be on that stage one day, to be able to to be where we are and be say we've done it, you know, two and a, two and a half times. You know, um, is as absolutely a dream come true for us. And and we're we're so bummed that you know potentially. You know, as millions of bands are, like, always their dreams to one day do a full cross-country work tour, and now it seems like that's going to come to an end for a lot of a lot of bands' dreams. But, you know, uh, we're still, you know, super excited. For this year's, we think it's going to be, you know, one of the best lineups ever, I'm sure, and, and they're going to go out with a bang, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm really curious to read that lineup uh, come March. I think we have to wait yeah. until... Uh, yeah, I, hate, I think March 5th, so yeah. count the days, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And, I mean, we can already kind of see what bands aren't going to be on it with because there's a lot of uh, spring and summer tours being announced right yeah. now. So yeah. we, we can see, like, Newfound Glory is not going to be on it. They just announced, yeah. you know, a, a spring-summer yeah. tour. Um, I'm trying to think of... Yeah, and Bayside's on that. Right. But but the the cool thing about Warped Tour, too, is, like, you never... Anything could happen. Like, any band could show up at a date they have in their city and play. That's true. who knows? Like, maybe, you know, their hometown date, or maybe they're in California or something, and the the tours kind of overlap with the FM Glory. Like, I'm sure they'd be like, yeah, we're going to play a date on the final one. And that's what the great thing about... Warm Tour is like you never know 100% I'm sure that's going to happen yeah. at some point this festival. Yeah, for sure. Everyone's going to show up. That's not expected. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I mean, they they do they've they have had those surprise bands show up. I think it was I don't know, in the last 4 years or so they had Lincoln Park randomly play yep, one yeah. date, and that was like that a big surprise. Walk, walk a flock of flame. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> random to be Yeah, like just you never know. Which that is, eclectic mix, and that's yeah, like that's what the, the soul of the of the whole festival is. It's very welcoming, and that's one of the things like we definitely learned from our experiences with it is like, you know, if you're in a band or you're part of the crew, like everyone's kind of treated equal, and uh, until you like, you know, do something to to not have access you kind of do have access everywhere like any band can go watch any band side stage can get on stage with bands like it's very all access kind of feel for everyone whether you're a smaller local band like we are or you're the biggest band on the on the show which is which was awesome that like it had that sense of community and and uh and so that's like kind of the, the heart and soul of it which is cool that like you can go to a warp tour date and never know like any band could really show up that day and you, you you'd be surprised yeah, no, that's true. So let me ask you, how did you guys get on the 14 and 16 Warp Tour, and, and how many dates? Was it just one date? Was it like the Ernie Ball battle, or how did yes. you? So 2014, you know, I think, you know, Mike wasn't the man. Damien and I were actually the, the singer, and Damien and myself, Andrew, played guitar. We're actually the only, uh, we're the only founding, like, original guys. Like, I met Damien at Garage. And we started the band, and we, our first year of the band, we got to do, like, the, the Ernie Ball Warp Tour date. And I don't know why they picked us, because we were not ready. No. We had, like, a thrown-together recording of a pop-punk song we had written in, like, our friend, our friend, like, who was, like, a, a student of audio engineering, like, recorded in his bedroom for free. 
And we were like, whatever, like, we, we heard the try. We thought those were funny for the shit at that time. Yeah. We were like, God, these are so good. And then we were like, let's submit this to Ernie Ball. We're going to get through. <laughs> Never <laughs> thinking that was going to happen. And, and for whatever reason, they picked this. They gave it a shot. Like, it was like four bands that day. And this was back in the old format where like the four, yeah, the like four, bands, four or five bands would open the, open the day. And then that stage would become like a normal stage with the rest of the lineups as the day went on. So the first day we did it, it was like, holy cow, like, this is our first year as a band, and, like, this is one of the goals I've had of, like, bucket list is to be on one of these stages. Like, I didn't care if it was in the, you know, the parking lot stage. Like, you know, just to be there and perform and say I performed Warp Tour and, like, have a picture with those logos behind me. Like, that was my dream. So we got to do it, and um, and then in 2016, we had this actual lineup we have right now and we definitely feel like we actually like earned it. Like we had made a statement, we had recorded professional music, we had gone on tour, we had done everything. So when we got to do that one, we felt like it was a real deal. And that's when they actually changed formats and there was only one winner per city and we got to play on the main stage. And so, and right after us, like Yellow Card was uh, playing right after us. So we fucking were... On their, fi- on their final war, the final war tour for Yellow Card. And just like having that experience was on its own worth it. You know what I mean? It was just crazy. Yeah. So we had an amazing crowd in Orlando. Definitely came and supported us that day. And get and to be on the main stage of Warped Tour like every punk fan dream, like fucking listening to go. We had dreamed it so much and it was just in our thoughts constantly. Like, what can we do to get this this level? And finally getting that opportunity was, I mean, I felt like more comfortable on that stage 2016 than from 2014. I felt like, like Andrew was saying, like we worked for it. And we really busted our ass, and uh, we really we fucking tore up that stage. Yeah, that was we awesome. were exhausted. Yeah, that yeah, was the longest twenty minutes of my life. And we played like <laughs> we played like four, four songs. songs. We were I done. felt like I was going to die because we were in Orlando, Florida, so it was one hundred and five degrees and one hundred and fifty oh, minutes. You know, we did the real warp experience. Like you're expected to load up play and load off yeah. and if you don't have your own crew you're, you're kind of on your own you're doing it yourself which yeah. is what we did it's what we did man it's it's the, yeah the real the real warp tour experience so like <laughs> you have a heat stroke like just getting your gear onto the stage and then play and then have a heat stroke getting it all back off the stage so that yellow card can play so I know. it was it was unreal man like i still think about it and i'll, I'll always remember that day the rest of my life definitely an experience like i wouldn't trade for the world like especially with the group that we had it's just it's just memories that that were made it's just amazing i i would have shit my pants because i'm a huge yellow card fan so yeah (laughs) if i was you know playing right before yellow card and obviously i was sitting backstage while we were playing check out that daunting task we're like man we already have to like open up you know, warp touring, like really get them going. And then yellow cards coming after us. We're like, damn, let's <laughs> do our best. <laughs> and it's, and you know, and it's their last Orlando warp tour and all that, man. And yeah, and they stopped oh, yeah. doing, they're from Jacksonville and they stopped doing the Jacksonville date. So it's like, supposed to think they would have to a hometown day yeah, on that tour. That's true. On their, on their warp tour. So it was, it was, it was bad for sure. I would think so since it's technically where they're, you know, close closest to where, where they're from. The closest, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they did Orlando and Tampa and, and West Palm that year, so we were definitely the closest. Did, they used to have a Jax uh, Warp Tour? They, I think they used to back in the day. They haven't done it in a while, though. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they gotcha. just really switched to Orlando, Tampa, and uh, South Florida. Did you guys get to have any conversations with any of the dudes from Yellow Card? No, no. We I mean, there the probably time, wasn't we, time. Like, exactly. By the time we got our gear off the stage and, uh, and uh, like, we're, we're, we're ready, they were already playing. And on top of that, like, we were probably the only psychopath band that was actually out enjoying the rest of the day at Warp Tour because, like I said, it was 100 degrees. Like, yeah. most of the bands on the tour, they go back to their trailer or air conditioning as soon as they can. Right. I'm sure there was a, there was a what's up somewhere there. Yeah, they were like, definitely like, what's up, man? And they were like, hey, you know, like, we always try to get one of those in even half. And they are like, all right, let's get our stuff. Yeah. Hmm. High five for your song. That was, that was awesome. Oh, yeah. Where did you see, where did you see for your strong, just like uh, behind they were one coming, of the stages? So or? like we had, we had like access to the like stage that we were on. We couldn't go like anywhere we wanted, but our, our, as access to our stage, so we'd go back there as long as we weren't like getting in the way, but like we'd go back there and get water or 
you know, monster water or energy drink, whatever. So we'd always just try to like, as soon as the band got done, like run back there just to get a close look and be like, oh crap, that's four years strong or that's some 41 or that's newfound glory. Cause that was, that was 2016. The lineup was insane that year. Oh, and, uh, so that was kind of where we could get our glimpses in and get our what's up in and, you know, and then in the pit, man. Yeah. And other than that, we were, other than that, we were in the crowd. Like we're, we're Warped War Junkies, so we just, we were there as fans the rest of the day, for sure. <laughs> now, um, what, did you guys take it, I'm sure you took advantage of the catering there, right? We did not. Oh, we you were, didn't? We were, okay. just enjoy, we were just enjoying the festival the entire day. Cause, and we, we hung out our perch stand a lot, too. So okay. You gotta, like, you gotta make the rounds, you go see a fan, and you gotta go check in and, like, you know, try to make some money and then sure. you go you gotta do the, gotta do the thing you know, oh yeah yeah I just I, I think I enjoyed the traditional uh, fries and chicken tenders yes yeah I was gonna say the $14 tenders. I was just curious if you guys went to catering at all because to me that for, for just for myself was a cool experience because I don't know if they did this in 2016 I imagine they you know still carry this tradition on but they rotate on what band like helps with the catering that day yeah. or that week yes, heard that. and I didn't know if you guys had some story about hey so and so made me guacamole or, no, you no, know <laughs> cool yeah. we, we missed out on that for sure we did have an experience where we got to play a festival here in Florida called Fort Ross, which is um, part of the like whole the whole tour they do every year. This rock on the range it just changes the name based on what city they're in. But we got to do it last year, and uh, we got to do like the full catering thing. So we took advantage of that, and it's like we're sitting down eating. It's like the one table next to us is like the mice and men table. Oh wow! The table on the other side is like the bear tooth table, hmm. and three days grace and Cedar and. Uh, we set, we we took a piss and to pop a roach, just like That's completely crazy. insane stuff going on. And uh, so, like that was our like, holy cow, we're like here and allowed to be here. Like, <laughs> like first time we were ever treated as like a true equal out of band, where we just had the same access and everything as, as everyone else. So that was uh, definitely, you know, other than Warped Are probably one of, absolutely one of our highlights of a career too. Oh, that was phenomenal. Yeah, we definitely took advantage of the. Yeah. <laughs> How can you not? I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's right yeah, there. Every day, like three or four times that day, going back, like, I <laughs> yeah, you got it. I remember I played, or I didn't play actually. I was um, selling merch for a band on the road with um, red jumpsuit, red jumpsuit apparatus nice. at the time, and we were that playing. Well, yeah, another Florida band. Yeah, um, they're from Jacksonville as well, or near yep, Jacksonville. Um, but uh, we were playing this small music festival in Texas, and the festival really tanked. It was it was a really bad situation, really bad turnout. Uh, but the best part of the day was getting to take advantage of catering all day long, and they had all kinds of different. Um, barbecue, you know, like from like the brisket to pulled pork. Oh, to, yeah. So they at least gave bands that for the day, you know. Other yeah, than I mean, that, that's the most you can hope for on tour yeah, most of the time. Yeah, yeah, food, man, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that was nice. But um, so, did you guys have any other interactions with, um, you know, well-known bands or artists backstage at, at Warp Tour to run run into anybody else or actually have a conversation with anyone or a lot of what's up. I mean, we were all pretty starstruck because, like, there's the like gate where the bands kind of at least in Orlando, you have to park your van and your trailers um, a pretty good distance away. Yes, so bands usually will like you know have their call time and they have to walk in and they usually won't walk in until right before they have to play because in Orlando it's so hot. So not, not many people are hanging out outside. But like, so, you know, as we were coming and going, we would just be like, holy crap, it's like, like, state champs, like, walk past state champs and uh, newfound glory and, and stuff like that. And just like, getting their like, head nod or the what stuff, like, we didn't want to like, stop them and fanboy, but like, <laughs> definitely like, just the, the eye contact of like, yeah, I'm here too, man. Like, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it is. It's just that moment, like, 
dude, he just gave me the that head nod, or or he just yeah, yeah high fived me, or he just said he what's saw up. My or... artist band, and I saw his artist band, so we mm-hmm. both acknowledged that we were both artists. Mm-hmm. So we yeah, talked. yeah, that was our basic interaction. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I got more you. Transition, transitioning to Warp Rewind at C, that, that was like, a little bit different. Yeah, talked to a lot. So uh, at Warp Rewind at C. It, it was a totally, it was it had the atmosphere uh, the atmosphere of a warp tour, so you got to imagine. Sure. There's like six stages on a cruise ship, and every day it's like warp tour. Every single band rotates from 9 a.m. Rotates what stage they play, and everyone just drinks all day and goes and watches. He goes and you can see every single band every single day, or you can see the same band every day if you want, like, you know. So, keep in mind, you're going back to the food point. You're on the cruise, and you're just eating non All day. Yeah. Non-stop. Oh, we've and, ate. Is, know, once again, took advantage of that. Yeah. Is free food? Free oh, you guys got. Uh, well, yeah, you're you're a band on on the the cruise ship. So, um, but uh, so did you? Was the food good? Because I've I've heard mixed things about food on on cruise ships. <laughs> it was so actually. So the rest, the artists had their own restaurant that was available for breakfast dinner, and it always had some food there. Like, we could go eat at the, the buffet where, like, the um, guests would eat. But we had our own restaurant reserved just for artists. And we would, same thing, we would hang out there to try to, like, strike up conversations with, with people. We and, struck up a few when we were there. Oh, we yeah. Pulling for soup. We talked to Jarrett Reddick yeah. a few a few times. And Aaron. Uh, we, oh, we, we, get, we made good friends with Aaron Gillespie. Like, that was, like, holy crap. Like, wow. It, it got to the point where, like, days later we would be off the ship. And we'd run into Aaron, and he would just, like, tag along for a little bit and hang out with us. Like, he became one of our buddies. Uh, Dan Marsal, Story of the Year, um, absolute legend, one of our one of our heroes. Like, just got to hang out with him. He actually came and performed a song with us um, on that on that show. I saw uh, that. How did that, uh, how did that come about? So, <laughs> we, the first day, we were like, we had this idea. We're like, the goal of this cruise is to get a... A musician, a famous musician, to perform a song with us. Like we gotta talk them into it, and they will know it wouldn't be too hard because everyone's just ringing all the time. So if you go to a casino, you're like, oh, there's Mayday Parade, and there's uh, Good Charlotte, or there's you know Bowling for Soup, or there's you know all these bands just hanging out, having fun because you're on a cruise ship, like they're enjoying it as much as the guests are. Like honestly, so we're like. We got asked by the, the people who run the cruise that, like, on the final day of the cruise, um, we're asking all the bands that want to partake to come do, we're kind of doing, like, an open mic type thing. Every band can come up and perform a cover song, and you can cover song, any song you want, but it's uh, it was on Halloween night, so they wanted it to be... Uh, it was a pool deck as well. It was also a pool deck, the main crazy. stage, and they wanted you to cover a song of someone who inspired you who has passed away, so they called it, like, the Dead of Old Rock again. Oh. So us being the rock, like, us being the youngest band on the on the cruise and the band that inspired us and was the past year we were like well can we do Wake Park because that's like a no brainer for us and they're like that would be amazing so when we got on the boat and we're like had this in the back of our head like you know we want to have a, someone a musician we love come perform with us is like Dan Marsal's story of the year is the obvious choice because not to mention he's the only person on the boat who actually toured with Lincoln Park like Lincoln Park brought story of the year out on their first world uh first like u.s tour and uh back in the day they would invite dan and and the and the other opening band to come out and do, do the final song with them oh okay. um, which was always which was always one step closer on that tour so we went to dan and we told him like that we knew that like hey man i we were at that show it was like super Bank, lincoln park and story of the year and like we we're like we're doing a tribute to chester you know on the final day of the show, like if you're, would you want to come do it again? Like come, come do the tribute with us. And he was kind of bummed that he didn't get to go to the uh, LA tribute show because it was actually on the same weekend as the cruise. Oh, so we kind of teamed up and we asked him like, and he was like, yeah, I, I'll definitely do it. And so we kind of just made sure we found him every single day. and <laughs> like to remind him like, Hey, on uh, Tuesday, <laughs> Don't you forget. We're doing it, right? He was like, yeah, man, we're going to do it. We're like in the casino and we're like, hey, Dan, are you still going to do it? He's like, yeah, we're going to do it, man. <laughs> and then I swear to God, it was like a movie, like it was at the buzzer. 
Like it was too, oh. we're like we're like about to go on. They're like, You guys are up next and we're like, Don't see Dan anywhere like so he checked in and then he was gone like yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point I expected to go on stage, it was just us. I wasn't expecting Dan yeah. to come because it was it was that close. It was like a, a movie, like at the buzzer. He just walked up ready to go. He's like, Let's do it. He's like, You're doing this part, I'm doing this part, you're doing this I'm like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Wow. And I was like, Holy shit, just make sure I get my part right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would have been shaken. So, I would have been sh- my was, my fingers would have been shaken and yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, for me, me playing all the shows we've been, done, I don't get too nervous anymore, but I was extremely nervous. To, like, not mess up the song with, like, do not, do not make him look bad. Like, if we all messed up and made him look bad, like, I would never live myself. And he'd be like, these guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you did you pull it off? Did you guys pull it off? It went over amazing, and he hung out with us for probably a half hour. And we all took shots, and he talked to us about the industry. He gave us his phone number. He's like, if you ever wanted, like, you know, if you have any questions for me, like, you know. And we just talked, man, and he was super genuine, super down to earth. I mean, Dan Marcel is such an incredibly humble person. Like, just to take that time for uh, an up-and-coming local band and just take that time and actually do this song with them, um, it just made me see him in a new light and just made me... No, uh, everything came into fruition of why I love Story of the Year so much. And yeah. it was just, it was a dream come true. Yeah, yeah. Talk about dream come true, that too. Like, <laughs> this, yeah. this year, like, getting to, getting to perform on the main stage of, of Warp Rewind with, like, 2,000 people who are all there because they love Warp Tour and you're performing with one of your heroes who has played 10 Warp Tours. And crazy. Uh, he, he's like, yeah, I'm going to come on stage and we're going to do a tribute to a band that we all grew up listening to, like, it was just like totally magical. Like, it was awesome. That's just one of those moments that y- you can. There's just no experience like that. You can't replace no. that. You know, you can't. You can't just no. do that anywhere. So just that's really cool. Everyone in this room and says a grin on their face because they're thinking about it, like remembering it. It's yeah. Like, oh, well, so I'm cool. I'm <laughs> grinning right now just thinking about it. Yeah. It just sounds. It makes yeah, me. Man. It makes me want to listen to Story of the Year more. I honestly, I don't yeah. listen to them that much. Um, I remember yeah. I, I have seen them live before. The first time I did see them live, I was 13. So this was when uh, was is Page Avenue or uh, is that the name yeah, of the album? Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, it, that was the first thing album. It it <clears throat> I'm not sure if it was out yet, but they were on the road with Goldfinger, and that's where I saw them. I saw them at the the House of Blues here in Chicago, and yeah. I just remember being blown away by their oh, they're, their they're stage so show. Fun. I just remember yeah. the the flips, and I'm like, whoa! Oh, yeah, <laughs> like these flips are crazy. Like these guys are. And then the next thing I knew, it was like within that year, these guys blew up. You know? Yeah. No, because I was like, I remember going to, um. Or telling my friends about the show and telling them about this band, and they're like, "Whose story of the year?" And then the next thing we know, there they are. <laughs> they're all over yeah, the place. They have, they have talent and a stage presence that, like, you just can't deny how incredibly talented they are. And like, even just watching them every night, we got to watch them just about every night on the shift. And uh, they're one band we made sure we saw like every chance we got. And like, they're go, you know, going on the you know, getting closer to 40 now and they're still doing those flips and still doing all those same things they did when they were 19, 20 years old. And they all, they, it's like they haven't lost it. It hasn't lost a day. Like it's, it's insane. They were amazing. Probably the best live show period that, that was on that, on that ship. So if they get on the Jewish warp tour, like that would be absolutely legendary. I could see that happening. Yeah. Either. Cause they just have a new, they have a new album out. Their first album in like seven years was, is now. And it's really, it's going really well for them. So, yeah, they just had their CD release show in Chicago. Or I'm yeah. not sure if that was the only CD release show they did, but um, it's and, cool because they do it all independent, like DIY too. Like so, they're just they're doing it because they love it, which is awesome. Yeah, no, it it really is, and I need I need to I need to listen to that. And just hearing that story you guys just told me about Dan definitely yeah. makes me want to listen to it more. He was so. he was so cool, dude. Like honestly, one of the we met all the musicians on the ship as at that was that we could. Dan was awesome, and we got to make really good friends with Matt, the bass player of Hopper Heights, and he was super cool too. Oh my God. So okay. that's another band like that. Like even more, you become even more of a fan of these bands when you get to meet them, and they're actually like cool and nice and genuine people. You know, mm-hmm. after we got a second match, like we exchanged numbers, 
And I was like, oh, you know, Matt gave me his number. This is so fucking awesome. And, like, I've been obsessed with these guys since I was a kid. And I was like, it's probably a few weeks ago when we were at Demo Night and at Backboots. And I was like, oh, they're playing a Hawthorne Heights song. I should, like, send a video to Matt. Maybe he'll like it. And I was like, he's not going to fucking answer. He's like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. And I did, and he, like, immediately knew who I was. And he was nice. like, dude, where's that at? And I was like, back boot. He's like, oh, fuck that place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah That's he's, great. He's played every single venue in the world by now, I'm sure. So. Is back booth even open anymore? Yeah, they... Yeah, well, yeah, so... We, we played back booth three times. Uh, back booth is still... They just reopened under a new name, like, two weeks ago. We played the first show there, and it was still back booth. But it's a different name. <laughs> oh, huh. But, uh, okay. But they're trying, like, I, I, they have new owners, they're buying some new sound system, like, they're trying to make it, like, the venue that the Mystique, it has that potential. Yeah, for like, sure. Already, just, like, the couple weeks of JB owning it, it's already, you could feel that it was a different atmosphere. Yeah. Like, it was so. still back when you looked at it, like, oh, there's a roach in the toilet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's, there's, there's high hopes for it, for sure. Yeah, I played there the first time I went to Orlando. I played there uh, six years ago, and mm-hmm. that's actually where um, my bandmates and I we got to meet Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC. Nice. Um, his <laughs> yeah, the, we've met him a few times in town too. I was going to say, I bet you guys have bumped into him. Um, yeah, hundred uh, percent. He was a really we cool a guy. Bands and he was he was a judge. We did a battle of bands when we first started, and he was like the judge of the battle of bands. We're like and. Chris from NSYNC is the judge of the stuff. He was the one judge that liked it. And he loved us. He loved us. He told us he gave some really encouraging words that we were just starting to do. So. That's cool. The, um, we were on tour with another uh, band or another artist. I should say an artist that had a had a backing band with her, and mm-hmm. he was like managing her at the time. So that's True, cool. That's how that's how we got to meet. That's why he was there. You know. So yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, that was a, that was my bath back booth experience. I thought it was back a, a um, Everyone has one. Yeah, I thought it was a, a weird kind of a weird but cool setup, but still kind of like I said, still kind of odd with how the stage yeah, was no, and everything. Yeah. 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 But I mean it is it is kind of one of those places where it's like no one hates playing back booth, but also no one loves it. No one's favorite venue, but it's also like we have way venues we play rather not play than yeah. back booth. Like you can always have a good time. It's downtown. The location's great, and you all, you'll always have a story there because everyone who goes there just goes there to have fun. You know, it's not like you know the sound's not going to be the best. You know, the stage is really small and kind of awkwardly set up, but you also know that you can get like a shot and a beer for like four dollars. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know. What yeah, you're we saw Johnny Craig almost fight a homeless guy when we played with We Opened for Slaves there, and that was really fun. So everyone has their own, you know, back booth <laughs> stories. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, yeah. How did you back to uh, Rewind or, or Warped at Sea? Um, how did you guys actually get on that cruise? Was it another contest, or did you guys just have a, a good connection, or what happened? Yeah, Corey just had to, you know, do a lot of lot of. Uh, dirty deeds to some <laughs> high ups in the music industry. Yeah. Um, no. So, so about a year ago, they announced it, and they were like, "Hey, we're going to invite three unsigned bands to um, to go on the cruise." And and uh, all these people were tagging us like, so "Like, you guys got to do it. You guys got to do it. You guys got to do it. You got to do it." And I was like, "All right, you know, we just done the real warp tour." And I was like, "I feel bad, like, because you know, you've been in a band, you know how it is, like." trying to get votes and win contests as a band like you're asking a lot of your fans it's a lot of work it's a lot of marketing a lot of pushing a lot of like trying to get votes like you don't just want to always do that subject your fan base to that like you know so we tried not to but it's like whatever so i was like let me see what the commission process is so i went and i went to the website and it's like all you have to do is submit a youtube link and like a website like a facebook page mm-hmm. and i was like all right well that's easy i didn't have to like sign my life away to enter the contest so i entered up totally forgot about it and like a year later like forever like I don't even remember it was so long later we got an email saying that we were picked by the selection committee to be in the top 10 wow and the top 10 goes to like a voting phase so we're like holy cow that's crazy like out of every band that could submit a YouTube link like we were picked in the top 10 so we were like beyond humble right then and there like no matter what happened that's awesome like that was that even more like makes us feel like all the hard work and blood sweat and tears like being recognized for something that like you know so anyways so 
they, they upload the voting. We do the whole thing. We're like, hey, everyone vote for us. They're like, okay. So then they, what they did is they announced the top five. And when they announced we had the top five, we're like, are you serious? Now we're in the top five. Like, that's even crazier. Now I'm actually going to be really mad if we don't win. <laughs> <laughs> but the, they changed it so the top five could only be voted on by people who had already bought their ticket on the cruise. So these are people uh-huh. who have already committed at least a thousand dollars to go on the cruise so our fan base could not help us no one can help us we're just at the will of the people who love warp tour and when we found out that they are the ones who selected us we were like even more humbled and we're like you know accepted by the community that we love and we feel part of um and we were kind of at their will but you know they 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 picked us as, as one of the bands, and uh, they let us know, like, hey, you're going on your a cruise to Mexico. And most of us, none of us have been on a cruise before, and most of us hadn't even left the country before. So we all got to go to Mexico together and got to play on a cruise ship with all these bands and meet all these musicians that we've grown up loving. It's like, it was a, it was a dream come true. Awesome. That's, yeah, I... I, I, I before the cruise, not really, but after that cruise, it's like all we drink now. It's oh, PBR. It's just PBR? It's <laughs> well, like... You would get, they had like packages you could buy, but as like the artist, they were like, you can pretty much have like unlimited beer. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it would be like 11 or midnight, and there would still be like cases of beer, and they're like, we don't, like, dude, there's so much to take it. But, like, you would see bands walking with just like six packages <laughs> of beer. Just walking around. I feel like. Yeah. I feel like PBR is just the standard. I mean, most venues, that's what they give you for free, you know? Yeah, so, exactly. The yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they're a little classier. <laughs> that is classy. <laughs> it's moving up a little bit. Bud yeah, Light there, sure, yeah. Sure. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're actually uh, running out of time, so um, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show and, and, you know, talking about what you guys are currently up to and, of course, sharing your warped memories. Those are some really cool yeah, memories. No, absolutely. No, thank Bye. you so much for having us. It's been a blast. Yeah. We'll come back sometime and talk about some more fun warp Tour stuff and maybe after warp Tour, share our memories from our final warp Tour and, you know, have some new music for you guys too soon. So that'd be awesome. Yeah, definitely. I was going to say we can talk more uh, about uh, new music too. Uh, before we go, though, what, like plug your guys' social medias and stuff like that. Absolutely. If you want to check, check us out, we are pretty easy to find. Um, all of our handles are at WeAreFelicity. And that's Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. You can find us there. And uh, we just released our new song, Circle. Music video is on YouTube. And uh, it's currently out on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere else you can go. So the song is called Circles by Felicity. Check it out. Let us know what you think. Make sure you like and subscribe to the uh, Pop Punk and Pizza podcast. Well, that boy Jacques here, and uh, it was, it's been a blast to hang with you guys. Oh, well, thanks, man. Thanks, guys. So, uh, this is what we got yeah. Corey, Andrew, and Damien, right? Yeah, and we got Mike and Tyler. Too. Oh, Mike and Tyler are there, too. I'm sorry. I didn't realize everybody. I feel bad. I wish it was easier to do this as a, as a group effort. I know it's hard to do that no, over, it's, uh, over the phone. Next time, we'll do video chat, and we'll do the whole deal, and it'll be, it'll be your whole thing out of it. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be better next time. We'll work that out. Cool, man. All right. Wait. You guys take care. Thanks again for having us. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, man. Bye. Right. Bye. Thanks again. See you. Thanks again, Velicity, for sharing your Warp Tour memories with us. Those were some pretty awesome memories. Let's go ahead and listen to the new single they were talking about during the interview called Circles.
Circles Velicity here on Pop Punk and Pizza. Check them out. They were our special guests today, part of our Warped Memories number two. And that song is available everywhere online. Hey, and that's a wrap for today's show. I am Jacques Lamour, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Pop Punk and Pizza podcast. Now, coming up next week, our special guests are going to be all the way from Arizona. Their name's called Innocent Elaine. One or, one or two of the members will be doing a, a phone interview with us, so that'll be fun. Make sure that uh, you get those Pop Punk and Pizza t-shirts. They are now available online at bangerangradio.bigcartel.com or bangerangradio.com forward slash shop. That'll get you to the uh, Big Cartel link as well. So thank you in advance for buying a t-shirt and supporting us here. It's I'm um, just trying to get a little revenue for us. Could definitely use it here on Bangerang Radio. So yeah, Pop Punk and Pizza, Pop Punk and Pizza t-shirts now available online. Snag those, bangerangradio.com. You'll, you'll find the link there. Shout out again to all my family and friends that came out to the St. Jimmy Show, the Green Day tribute band I play in. Just uh, in the last couple weeks here, we played at Black Sheep in Orland. We will have some more shows to announce soon. We can't announce them yet, and they are actually far off in the summer. Not sure if there's going to be any more to come up before that. I hope so, but uh, we shall see. And don't forget, not only can you listen to Pop Punk and Pizza on BangerangRadio.com, but you can listen to it on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, and you can also watch some episodes on YouTube. Hit us up on social media, follow us, like us, all that fun stuff. Pop Punk and Pizza Podcast on Facebook. Twitter is Pop Punk Pizza Pod. Instagram, Pop Punk Pizza Podcast. Of course, the Bangerang Radio pages, both Facebook and Twitter, are Bangerang Radio. Uh, I'm on Twitter at OnAirWithJL. Now, if you want your band to be a guest on the show or your music played or any other questions, shoot me an email, bangerangradio at gmail.com. Links to your music and as much info about your band as possible, bangerangradio at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. I love you for it. Hope you have a great week and uh, can't wait to be back next week with a new episode. Peace. Hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza.